Generationally tainted minds, bodies and souls Habits not matching their goals But fuck it, anything goes We got genderless roles Social media trolls That boy is simp Why the hell he open doors up for hoes Raising daughters for greatness Just for them to lower they Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Trey Forte I'm your host of the Money Talks Podcast Thank you for tuning in if you don't already, go ahead, head to IG, follow me on the gram, at TGIForte, and while you're there, follow the Money Talks podcast on IG as well, at the Money Talks crew. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about two things that are near and dear to my heart, two qualities, characteristics, traits, whatever you want to call it, but these things mean a lot to me personally because I feel like they shaped who I am as a person to this day, and I feel like... They got me through a lot of things in life, a lot of dark places, and they made me the successful person that I am today. And those two things are, number one, mental toughness, and number two, discipline. Everyone at some point in our life is going to have to use those two things to get to where they want or to get something that they want. Now... I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys how they've both helped me. And then you maybe incorporate these into your life to get something that you want. Maybe some of these things that I share with you today will help you become a better person. And if that's the case, then that means that I win. Because I'm continuously learning new ways to better myself and develop myself as a person. The goal is never to be perfect. The goal is to progress. It's never to have perfection, but to always have progression. So let's start off with mental toughness. Mental toughness, a lot of people may not even know how to define mental toughness. Mental toughness, think of it as the superhero strength that is within us that enables us to conquer the most formidable challenges and push us beyond our limits. It's the mental armor that changes the doubt in our minds into determination. It changes the setbacks into stepping stones. All those hard obstacles in our life, it changes those things into opportunities. Picture mental toughness as your personal power-up. It empowers you to face your life trials, and it gives you resilience, focus, and unbreakable spirit. I can take it back to my very first workout at Ohio State football. I'll never forget. Um, it was one of the hardest workouts in my life. Keep in mind, when I came out of high school, I was about 155 pounds, maybe 160 pounds. So I walked in to get my, um, my football gear, my workout clothes, and I walked past the, the team at the time. And I'm just a young boy. I'm 18 years old. I see uh, people who are already there, sophomores, juniors, seniors. These are grown men that I'm seeing. Or at least they look like grown men compared to me. And that could be kind of, you know, intimidating when you're that small and you're a new guy and coming into a new environment. Um, so you definitely got to have a, dent, a different mental state. I will definitely say that going to Ohio State and playing football there changed my mentality for the better. It turned me from a little boy into a man. I gained a lot of extreme mental toughness there. But um, back to the story. So it was one of the toughest workouts I ever had in my life. 
And I remember the head strength coach telling the assistant strength coach that took us through the workout, bend them, don't break them. Meaning, make the workout very, very hard and push our limits, but don't push our limits to the point where we'll be dead or we won't want to come back. So that was very eye-opening to me. After the workout, I made it through the workout. It was very, very challenging, but after the workout, I threw up. I had to sit down for like 30 minutes. I didn't move, and I was really contemplating a lot of things. But what I will say from that workout, I realized, okay, I just made it through that gruesome workout, one of the worst workouts I've ever been through in my life, but I'm not dead. You can either take that one of two ways. One, damn, that was a tough workout. I don't know if I can handle any more workouts like that. I give up. Or two, damn, that was a tough workout, but it's a stepping stone to ultimately get me where I want to be. Mental toughness is when you know it's going to be tough. You know the odds are against you, but you take the odds head on and you tell yourself, let me take on this challenge and let me continue to get better and better until these tough workouts become easy workouts. You know what I'm saying? So there's always two ways that you can look at things. You can look at things as a negative, and then you can look at things as a positive. And life momentum does exist. You can have positive life momentum, and you can have negative life momentum. So when you're thinking of things negatively, most likely you're going to have a negative outcome or a negative result to a situation. So I'm going to walk you through a situation that two people had exact same situation, but they had different views, which resulted in both of them having different results. So let's say John is driving to work and he gets a flat tire. John is an optimistic person with mental toughness that help him persevere through adverse situations like this. So the first thing John does is acknowledge what happened. And he also acknowledges the fact that he can't go back in time to prevent his tire from being flat. It's already happened. There's nothing he can do to change the past. All he can do is change the future and work in the present. John knows that, yes, it sucks. It's a minor inconvenience, but it's not the end of the world. It may take an hour or two to get fixed, but he still has multiple hours in the day to still make this a great day. So he could go to work and produce the highest revenue he's ever produced just because he thought positive. And him thinking positively stopped the potential of negative momentum occurring. Now, let's think about another person in the same exact situation with a negative lens. Now, let's look at Jack. Jack is driving to work and he gets a flat tire. After he gets his flat tire, he's like, fuck, why does this have to happen to me? This day's already starting off bad. I just know it's going to be a bad day. And he calls insurance or AAA. They come out there. It takes them two hours to get there. He's already thinking, like, ah, I'm going to be late to work. My boss is going to be pissed. He finally gets to work. He's still in this negative mood. He gets his work tasks. He's in a negative mood, so he does his job negatively or poorly. And then his boss rips him for doing his job poorly. Now he's worried about his job security. It's just a ripple effect of negative things happening because he never stopped the negative momentum. And that's the importance it plays. I I did make it a little bit more dramatic, but negative momentum exists. And when something negative happens to you, 
you have to choose between having a negative lens and a positive lens. And when you have the positive lens to deflate a negative situation, you can break the chain of negative momentum. And the same thing goes for positive momentum. A lot of times in life, when good things are happening to you, more and more good things continue to happen to you because you gain positive momentum. And if you're listening to this right now, I really, really hope that you think deeply about this and you begin to embrace more positive moments that happen in your life and you begin to build onto them. Because positive momentum is a beautiful thing to experience. That's when you, you know, you get a new job, you start to make more money, you start going on dates, you find your dream girl, start finding $20 bills on the ground. It's just more and more good things start to happen. You start walking different, you start talking different, you get a different type of glow about you, and people begin to notice it. Because it is noticeable. But I definitely do want to stress the importance of having mental toughness because it is an important thing. Because there's always going to be hard things that you have to go through in life. And the people that are mentally tough, they find ways to get through that adversity. Because life isn't rosy. It's not always going to be good. You're not always going to have good days. You're going to face tough times and adversity in your life. It's up to you, ultimately, how you're going to handle those things. And you have to think of these concepts a lot deeper than what you may think currently because eventually you may have kids and your kids are going to look to you as the role model and they're going to see you in tough situations and they're also going to see how you handle those tough situations. What's your mental like in those situations? They're going to learn from you. They're always watching. So you have to keep those things into a mental perspective and not only that, but mental toughness is required to get what you want in life. Here's a stat. Research shows that only about 37% of people consider themselves mentally tough. So this stat basically highlights a significant gap in the power of the mentally resilient and those people who can overcome their challenges effectively. Listen to this one. Studies have found that individuals with high levels of mental toughness are five times more likely to bounce back from adversity and setbacks. You're gonna be more resilient. You're gonna go through these experiences and come out stronger. And you're gonna end up embracing mental toughness. And that's what's gonna set you apart from the others. That's what's gonna separate the good from the great and the great from the greater. So another example of mental toughness, I wasn't always as successful as I am today. I went through some very, very tough times, and mental toughness is what got me through the tough times. Like I said, not every day is a good day, and sometimes you'll feel like you're at your lowest of the low. But the way that you think of these things will determine the outcome. There's been times where I wasn't making as much money as I'm making right now, wondering how I'm going to pay bills, wondering rent, car note, etc. All of those things. And when you're at your lowest, your lowest of the lows, that's when your mental toughness is the most important. That's when you have to really sit back and evaluate who you are and who you want to become. You got to think about the important people in your life, your family, if you have kids, yourself, your future self. Would you be okay 
if you gave up mentally? Would you be okay if you didn't succeed? Could you live with that? And personally, me, I just couldn't. I, I wouldn't be able to function right. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing that I was just okay being average and I wasn't reaching my full potential because I was lacking the mental toughness needed to get through a adverse situation. My instant thought whenever something bad happens to me is, okay, this has happened. I can't change that it's already happened. Now I need to figure out what I can do to improve this situation. How can I be better from it? Because dwelling on the situation will never, ever change it. Only thing that can change it is what you do next. Your future moves, your next move. That's the only thing that can change it. And every single time I came out of a low situation or a dark moment, I always came out better and more mentally stuffed and stronger and more prepared for more situations that are similar to the problems that I faced. All right. Now let's talk about discipline. Discipline is another thing that's important. So we can define discipline as the ultimate hack that unlocks your full potential and propels you towards success between you and where you want to be. Never smoked, never done any kind of drug, steroid, anything illegal in my life. I literally take pre-workout and protein, sometimes creatine. <laughs> But never have I ever cheated the system. I dedicate everything that I have today to my extreme discipline. I woke up one day and I got tired of looking like how I wanted to look. I painted a picture in my head of what I wanted to look like. And I literally mapped out what I needed to do to get there. I knew I needed to eat more. I knew I needed to work out, train harder. It was a point in my life when I was a young bull going to YouTube, typing in how to get bigger arms. <laughs> what exercises do I need to do to get a bigger chest? Now, I am the figure that people are aspiring to be. People are coming up to me asking me, what do I do? What is my workout routine? Because I put in the discipline and the hard work to get there. It didn't happen overnight. Discipline isn't overnight. Discipline is day in and day out, Monday through Friday, Friday through Sunday, all over again, 365. You know, it's, it's not just, okay, I'm going to do this for three days, then I'm going to take a break, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try again. It's not, oh, dang, I was supposed to start this on Monday. Well, okay, well, the week's already started. I guess I'm going to start it um, next Monday. It's not, oh, dang it, I knew I wanted to lose 10 pounds by uh, October, but, I mean, that didn't work out, so I'm just going to make it my New Year's resolution. Oh, I know I said I was going to put more time into starting my LLC, so, but, uh, you know, I've just been too busy with my main job, so I don't have, that's not discipline. Discipline is setting your mind to, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this, literally. A lot of people lack discipline because it involves sacrifice. Sometimes you have to give up things in order to obtain things. It might involve you having to wake up early to work on your craft. It might involve you having to go to school 
for eight years to be a doctor. Or you might have to stand the water for 10 minutes and travel on an extreme obstacle course to be a Marine. It might involve you having to stop drinking or smoking. Or maybe you have to stay in on the weekends and put in hours to perfect something. I don't know. You might have to work overtime to be salesman of the year or the month, whatever it is. But either way, you're still sacrificing something, whether that's time, money, people. I had to sacrifice a lot of time to build up my LLC and set up the foundation to make sure it was successful. I had to sacrifice a lot of junk food to get the body that I have today when I started taking my nutrition seriously. And I had to sacrifice a lot of people or friends along the way in life because their mindsets and their visions weren't aligned with mine. I had to sacrifice some habits that weren't aligned with my goals. If your habits aren't aligned with your goals, you need to either change your habits or change your goals. Now, here's another amazing stat. According to a recent study, approximately 92% of people admit to struggling with discipline in various aspects of their life. Whether that's maintaining a consistent exercise routine, sticking to a healthy diet, managing their time, lack of discipline just seems to be a widespread challenge. Studies also show that people who exhibit Discipline behaviors are 42% more likely to achieve their goals compared to people who are less disciplined. And it makes sense. Discipline is like having a personal trainer for your goals. Think of your goals, <laughs> think of your goals as like little evil gremlins, constantly tempting you with distractions and procrastination. But discipline, discipline is like that strict personal trainer that's telling you, yo, you need to do push-ups. You need to do extra curls. You need to hit your squats. Those, those voices in your head that are telling you what you need to do to get you in shape. That's what discipline is. And you're going to have those little evil gremlins that are creeping up on you to deviate you away from your goal. And you have to avoid those distractions and stick to the discipline. You know? You got to embrace that, that inner personal trainer, a.k.a. your discipline. And once you do that, you'll be able to transform your dreams into a reality. And essentially, discipline and mental toughness, they go hand in hand. They're like a dynamic duo. Mental toughness provides the inner strength, the resilience, and that belief in yourself to overcome any adversity. While discipline is basically the guiding force that channels your inner strength and allows you to focus action to get to your goals. So think of mental toughness as the fire that's in you, and discipline is the fuel that keeps that fire burning. Now, something that I mentioned earlier is having two different perspectives on situations that occur. You have negative views, and then you have positive views. Those positive views, that brings me into talking about the power of optimism. So optimism kind of aligns with mental toughness. You have a, a positive mindset, and it can get you through tough situations. When something happens to you, dwelling on what already happened will never make you better. All it will do is waste time. 
And the one thing that we can't ever get back in life is time. So you spending two hours harping over something that happened to you three days ago isn't going to make you better. When something happens, I understand that as humans, we have emotion. So some people, it's inevitable to react in a moment. But the quicker that you gather yourself and think more so into a problem solution factor, that is how much quicker you'll be able to be better in life. For example, if, if I lose my job tomorrow, this is just a hypothetical. If I lose my job tomorrow, me sitting and moping around for three days about how I lost my job, how I'm not going to pay my bills, that's not going to make my situation better. What will make my situation better is me addressing what happened. Okay, I lost my job. And then figuring out what I'm going to do to counter what just happened. Okay, I lost my job. I need to improve my resume. I need to find a new job or a new supplement of income that will allow me to attain my lifestyle. It'll allow me to keep paying my bills. Those are things that are going to help me in the moment and in the future. And I'm not losing time by doing those things because those things are productive for me as a solution to the problem that just happened. Optimism is when things are going terribly wrong and you're like, you know what? Things could be a lot worse. Actually, I think things are going to get better. Simply just having optimism can reduce your stress levels because you're not worried about the negative things that can happen. You're already anticipating things getting better. That is the power of optimism. Optimism is like wearing a pair of magical glasses that makes everything look brighter and more colorful. It's like finding a treasure map that leads you to a chest of positivity and possibilities. When life throws lemons at you and stones and rocks, optimism is like that secret ingredient that turns the lemons into lemonade. You know, it turns the fucking water, it turns the grapes into the finest wine you ever had. So when you're dealing with a tough situation, and you think about those two roads that you can go down, the negative and the positive, just put your magical glasses on of optimism so you can see the light and good and even the most dark situations. And that'll allow you to shift your focus onto what really matters, the present and the future. Let's take it on to another thing that I would like to address. That goes hand in hand with mental toughness and discipline. So there's this thing called competition. Competition is inevitable. Competition makes the world fun. Think what sports would be if there was no competition. If the same people kept winning over and over and over again, that would make sports pretty boring. If the Steelers won the Super Bowl every year and nobody ever competed with them, we wouldn't really have a reason to watch football. Only Steelers fans. But everybody, I think even Steelers fans would get bored of watching sports at that point. If LeBron James just dominated the league, I mean, which he has, but if he just won rings every single year, he went to the finals and won a championship, the narrative would be boring. Nobody would want to watch basketball. It's only three guarantees in life. Death, 
taxes and me being overly competitive in a game that I probably shouldn't be because I'm a winner. And my mama making some good mac and cheese whenever I go home for the holidays. Listen, I don't care if an 80-year-old woman is on the court across from me playing basketball. I will call her ISO, get the one-on-one, and cross over her ankles back to the civil rights era because I'm a competitor. Competition is live. It's what we live for. No matter what sport I'm playing, no matter what activity, game, I always feel like I want it more than the person that's across from me or the person that I'm competing with. And that's the mentality that you should have. Because in every aspect of life, there's always a winner and a loser. There's always somebody who gets the job. There's always somebody who doesn't get the job. There's always somebody who gets the girl. There's always somebody who doesn't get the girl. There's always somebody who eats and there's somebody who doesn't eat. And it's just as simple as that. It's black and white. And the moment that you program your mind to think like that, there's always a winner and a loser, is the moment you'll begin to get more wins. And let's be real, nobody wants to be a loser. Nobody wants to lose. People might say, oh, it's just a game. No, it's just a game for people with losing mindsets. Anything that can be won, you should try and win. Because the moment that you accept losing is the moment that you become a loser. And that's something that could translate over into any aspect of life. You don't want to build those kind of habits. Competition is needed. And friendly competition is, is definitely healthy. But you have to make sure that the competition that you have with others doesn't outweigh the competition that you have with yourself. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, You being a better version of you is the only thing that matters. You know, I'm never going to be a better LeBron James. I'm never going to be a better Santa Claus. I'm never going to be a better Will Smith. It doesn't matter because I'm not them. The only thing that matters is me being a better Trey Forte. And how I do that is through using my mental toughness to get through all my adversity Because not every day is going to be a good day. I'm going to have some bad days and I'm going to have some tough situations. But I'm going to use my mental toughness to get better. And then that's going to make me better as a whole. I'm also going to use my discipline. 1%. Use the 1% rule. If you can get better 1% each day, those 1% add up over time. If you get better every day, that means that you'll get better every week. If you get better every week, that means you'll get better every month. If you get better every month, then you'll get better every year. And those years add up. Trying to compare yourself to others is like trying to run a marathon wearing somebody else's shoes. If you wear a size 9, what do you look like putting on somebody's size 12s and trying to run that marathon? It just doesn't make sense. It only makes sense for you to put on your shoes because it's your life. You're running your marathon. You're not running anybody else's marathon. I compete with myself all the time. I often catch myself looking back at old pictures like, dang, man, I was really, really lean then. Like, now I don't look like that. I need to get better. And it could be a part of just me being a huge critic on myself. But that keeps me on my toes and it allows me 
to go even harder because I'm always going to be my biggest critic. I'm always going to look at myself with a huge magnifying glass and examine myself on how I can improve. Now, I'm not saying that you need to do that. Um, I, I kind of am a little bit OCD with it, but I know what I want in life. I know how I want to look and I know what it takes to achieve those things. So that's just how I take it. Um, mentally, I try to get better each day by setting goals, reading more. I'll never forget. I heard somebody say, if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. <laughs> and that just stuck with me. And reading definitely are the more powerful you are. Reflect and talk to God and ask him questions. I try to uh, grow spiritually each way. And there's different ways that you can do that. If maybe you're not religious, you can grow spiritually by fine-tuning and understanding who you really are. Yoga, meditating, um, different ways. You just have to find which way is best for you. Um, emotionally, being in tune with your emotions, growing, being emotionally mature, understanding your mistakes, being able to effectively communicate and understand other people's emotions. Um, like I said, I'm not perfect, so I know I make mistakes, but one thing I can pride myself on is being a, a pretty good listener and always being there when people need to express their feelings or talk to me. So I definitely recommend trying to better yourself if you know that you have problems as far as emotional intelligence technique to make your goals so smart is an acronym it stands for specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound when you're setting goals you need to make sure that you set a specific goal make sure that you make your goal as specific as possible so you know exactly what that goal entails make sure that your goal is measurable how will you measure if you reached your goal or not? Also, make sure that your goal is achievable. You don't want to set a goal that you know for sure you can't reach. One, that's a tactic, and it allows you to be, okay, well, you know, I didn't expect to reach my goal anyways, so it's not the worst thing in the world that I didn't. Make sure that you set achievable goals. For example, if you set a goal that you want to save $2,000 in three months. That sounds a lot more realistic than you saying that you're going to save $100,000 in three months. Also, make sure that your goals are relevant. Make sure that your goals that you're setting are relevant to what you actually want to attain in life. Also, make sure that they're time-bound. Put a time on your goal so you can make sure that you reach it. If you set a goal to, um, let's say, put on 10 pounds of muscle, make sure that you set a time. Set a deadline. Have some urgency to get your goal. I want to put on 10 pounds of muscle by summer. That's three months. Cool. That's achievable. You can do that. 3.3 pounds a month. That's attainable. It's relevant, measurable. You, at the end of the 30 days of each month, you measure your weight, you either gained it, the 3.3, or you didn't. And that's specific. So just make sure that you implement the SMART tactic 
when you're setting your goals. For example, um, something that I did using the SMART tactic was when I first moved to Florida, I wanted to travel outside of the country. All throughout my life up until then, I was always busy with school or football, and I never really had time to explore. I never left the country. I had been all the way, I had been all around in multiple cities and states for football games, family trips, but I had never left the states. I had hit up a bunch of my friends and I said, yo, like, we got time now. We're, we're older. Like, do you guys want to go out of the country? And you know how friends are when you're planning trips. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm down. I'm down. Nobody had their passwords. So when planning it, it all sounds good. And then people start dropping like flies. Nobody wants to go or nobody has their passport and can go. So I thought to myself, yo, like, I'm not about to let other people dictate whether I get to experience going out of the country or not. So I set a goal. I'm going out of the country in three months. I ended up marking out what I needed to do to get there, where I wanted to go, and when I wanted to go. First thing I had to do was get my passport. Check. Background check. Did everything I needed to do. Submitted my paperwork. Got my passport. Next, I needed to save some money. I saved some money. After I had picked the destination I wanted to go, which was Colombia, I ended up taking a solo trip to Colombia as my first time leaving the country. I set a smart tech, I set a smart um, goal. I made sure it was specific. I said what I wanted to do. It was measurable. Did I leave the country or not? I did. Was it achievable? Of course it was. I listed out everything that I needed to do. To reach that goal, was it relevant? Of course it was. I wanted to explore. I wanted to leave the country. And was it time bound? Yes. I gave myself three months to achieve this goal, and I did it in two and a half. And that began me opening up my eyes, and I began to turn into the avid traveler that I am today. I love traveling. That's also something I want to stress to you. Never let anybody else hold you back from doing what you want to do in life. Because had I waited, I may have never left the country. I may have never gotten my passport. But I trusted my gut. I didn't let anybody else, anybody else's ability or availability hold me back from doing what I wanted to do. And now I've been out of the country multiple times. I've been to Colombia twice, Costa Rica. I've been to Cabo, Tulum. I'm going to Europe in July to see Greece, Spain. Who knows where else I'm going to go? I'm having to stop in UK. And that's, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to keep on going and going. All because I set a smart goal, I was disciplined, and I did what it took to get there. So I'm going to wrap it up right there. The key points of today is make sure that you embrace mental toughness and discipline and optimism. Those things, I mean, essentially... They are, you, you either have them or you don't. But the beauty in it is those things that, those are things that can be developed. Those are things that can be obtained. You can go through experiences and you can build mental toughness. You can build discipline. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to do and you're going to have to make some sacrifices. But it's up to you to determine if the sacrifices needed are necessary. If they're worth it, 
And I guarantee you nine times out of ten, they are. Because those little sacrifices that you have to make are roadblocks in a path to getting your ultimate dreams. Those are the differences between you being average and good. You being good and great. You being great and being elite. So these are definitely qualities that are essential to your personal growth and success. So I highly encourage you guys to apply these strategies and principles into your own life. Make sure that you guys tune in to the next episode. Thank you for tuning in today. As always, I am your host, Trey. Make sure you follow me at the gram, at TGI Forte. Make sure you follow the Money Talks podcast Instagram, at the Money Talks crew. And stay tuned because next episode is about to be even better because I got some juicy stuff to go over with you guys. Feedback, submit any topics that you guys want me to address. And most importantly, stay tuned. She talking about she wanna focus on herself. I'm taking all the liquor bottles off the shelf. The Jimmy Club is contradicting to my health. I think it's time to shift the blame from everybody else.